This is Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rob Burnett to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned. I'm Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center, and as always, my trusted co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show again, Rob. It's great to be with you here each week and talk to our listeners out there. We always have some great conversations, and uh, I'm excited about this one. But before we get into that, how's everything at Outlook Financial Center? What's going on over there? Well, we've been pretty busy here the last uh, few weeks. We've done uh, six seminars, and so we're now uh, uh, processing the clients through that process, uh, doing the uh, discovery, getting their information, doing the analytical work, and just really identifying where we can uh, add value to people's lives. So it's a great time. It's also in the middle of tax season, uh, which is taxing, as you might imagine. (laughs) No pun intended. Actually, no, probably pun intended. Pun definitely intended. And Bad so, pun uh, intended. The, the staff is looking forward to uh, about mid-April when I regain my sanity. <laughs> and stop with the tax puns. Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, <laughs> I think things are going really well. We're getting uh, doing some things in the community with our various service clubs that we're members of. And oh, so yeah. it's just really an exciting time for us. Well, why don't you tell us about what we're going to be talking about today, Rob? Well, what we're going to talk about today, the title of the show today is called Creating a Successful Portfolio. But I want to make a very sharp distinction. I do this with a lot of our clients in our meetings is a lot of folks think because they have someone managing their investments, they have a financial advisor. And and I'm going to do part of what we're going to talk about today is kind of debunk that in that a a true financial advisor is going to be the quarterback of of several things. They're going to be looking at income planning. They're going to be looking at legacy and estate concerns. They're going to be looking at health care costs and risks in retirement. They're going to look at how can we deploy various insurance strategies to mitigate and or transfer financial risk. We're going to look at tax planning and forecasting. And there's more, and there's just a lot that goes on into being what would be a true financial advisor. Some people do one piece claim the entire title. And quite frankly, I think it kind of short changes some of our, our clients and our prospects when they believe that. So you know, we believe in having a portfolio for retirement that's actively and professionally managed. And we believe that there are some benefits you gain from that. And that's really what we're going to focus on in today's show. But I want people to understand there's a clear distinction between a true financial advisor and folks who just manage your investments for you. Interesting. Well, that sounds great. And I'm looking forward to this topic. Uh, when is a good time for us to begin planning out our portfolio for retirement? Well, Tony, the smart aleck answer is when you get your first part-time job in high school. And I'm sure none of us really <laughs> did that. Sure. But really, there's never any better time than now to start if you haven't or to reevaluate what you're doing or maybe kick up what you're doing a notch. Uh, you may have a vision of what your retirement's going to look like. 
Uh, and, and I ask people that question, tell me what it's going to look like. So is it, is it traveling? Is it spending time with your family? Uh, is it playing a lot of golf, going fishing? Uh, so you've created some of these things, but you really don't know what life has in store for you. And so whatever plans you make need, need to be living plants and need, need to be adaptable and responsive to what life tosses at you. Mm. Well, and obviously there are a lot of changes that happen. You need to stay on top of them or work with someone like yourself who does that for us and um, uh, the no time like the present, I assume. So what are some main points for us to begin creating this successful portfolio? Well, first we want to talk about framing a vision, creating a plan and exercising patience. Those are the three things, the three main steps, framing that vision, creating a plan and exercising patience. We'll talk more about patience later. Don't you love the way you did that? We'll talk about patience later. <laughs> uh, my mom always tells me patience is a virtue for which I can hardly wait. Exactly. And, and we're not talking about the patients that you find as residents in hospital rooms, different <laughs> patients. So, but these steps, you know, and starting with creating division, they're, they're helpful because the markets have historically provided uh, much better returns over longer periods of time. And it's beneficial to have a plan together. that's going to help you avoid making some bad decisions along the way. And with that said in mind, and you'll see this on every disclaimer on every investment out there, that past performance doesn't guarantee future results. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've heard that one before. That's for sure. Now, you mentioned that the first step is to have a vision or frame out your vision. What do you mean by that? One of the things I find interesting when I, I meet with clients, particularly for the first time, is I'll ask them a question regarding what does retirement look like to you? And I often get a blank stare like, I don't understand the question. Well, if they don't understand the question, I don't understand what they're saving for, what they're putting money away for. So it really right. starts with getting the clients to dream a little. Sure. What do you want that to look like? What do you want to do? What does it look like to them? Because it's going to be a very unique answer. You know, I'll often kind of frame a, a short vision, uh, part of my retirement vision, which is, I love what I do. I'm going to do it till I can't do it anymore. I joke in the office that... I know my time is up and it's ready for me to leave when Lori says, goodbye, get out. <laughs> so we, we have some fun with that. Sure. But, but in reality is, yeah, I probably will slow down at some point, but you know, what is that going to look like? You know, one of the things I want to do is go teach the kind of stuff I do here for a profession to kids in junior college. Kids are 18, 19, 20 years old oh, and yeah. have them in a much better position than what I was in at that age. So that's part of my passion, do it at a local community college. I'm not looking to be a tenured professor and get into all the silliness that entails. So cast that vision. What are you saving for? What do you want it to look like? Because then that gives us a, a much better target to aim for, and we have a much higher probability of hitting it if we know what we're shooting for. Mm -hmm. So start with that dreaming. And then you know we can then start crafting that plan and, and a well-managed retirement plan is going to be mindful of all types of the investment risk you're going to have to maintain that healthy portfolio. It may include elements of long-term growth. We hope you live for a very long time. Uh, we do want to make sure we have the income coming in that we need. And we want to make sure that if the market decides to uh, take a nosedive as it did in the 2008 scenario, that we have some protections built in so we don't lose everything when that happens. And as always, it's good to consult with a, a financial professional when you consider those investment options that meet uh, your retirement investment needs. So that's interesting. Now, you mentioned the need to pay attention to risk. 
how do you help people determine what their portfolio risk tolerance is? How do, how do we figure that one out? Interestingly enough, it's getting easier to do that in with some of the, the tools that we use, particularly some of the online tools. But it starts with the initial premise that no, no two people are the same. Uh, I tell people, if you go through our process, if I put 20 people through it, I'll get 20 different answers. Even though they go through exactly the same process, submit exactly the same kinds of information. And that's as it should be. So we look at your particular situation. So we look at three questions we want to ask. First of all, when do I want to retire? Uh, Your age, your timeline for meeting specific goals, they've got to be consistent with your tolerance for risk. Let's think about it. When you were young, indestructible, going to live forever in your early 20s, remember those days, Tony? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Like just like yesterday. Yeah, well, it, it probably was for you. For me, it was a long time ago, so I have to read about it. <laughs> no, it was a long time ago for me, too. But if you think about it is, if you're young, you've got a lot of time. You can endure a lot of market cycles, so you've got time on your hand when you're saving for retirement. Uh, when you're older, not so much. You can't necessarily, if you're ready for retirement now, and we have another 2008 hit, that's going to have a severe impact. I mean, there are folks who were going to retire in 2008 that are still working because they haven't fully recovered wow. from that, that scenario. And that and that's, yeah, that's, that's sad. Tough. That's just bad planning in my yeah. book. So we want to look at, and not only do we want to look at your what we call your risk tolerance, but everybody's got a personality factor, and there's a human piece in that as well. You know, some people can handle the, long, uh, the higher risk. You know, the market goes up, the market goes down. And when it goes down, they typically don't freak out by it. Then there are the folks who are kind of in the middle. They want to have a balance of, okay, we'll be in the market, but we want to have maybe some fixed income uh, instruments that are maybe a little more stable, have a different kind of risk. Because that's one of the things I often debunk as well. People will tell me, well, we put a lot of money in bonds because that's lower risk. And that is just empirical nonsense. They have a different risk. And so right now, if I you know step out of the role for just a second, in a rising interest rate market, bond prices are going to go down. Mm. So you need to look at, well, how do I want to still be invested in that market in a rising interest rate environment? It can be done, but you can't just sit back and, you know, put your hands over your ears and go la, 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 and hope it works out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And so then, after we've determined when we want to retire, which you said is the first big question we have to ask ourselves, what's the next question? Well, the next question is, what are my financial goals at retirement? Uh, a lot of uh, advisors go out there and they'll say, you know, what's your number? I think that particular analysis is horribly simplistic. Mm-hmm. But let, let's kind of run with it because it's it, it kind of leads me to the next conversation. You've got a number, but this is typically where the champagne taste beer budget conversation may occur. Uh, you have a client who says, I want to have X number of dollars in retirement. You look at their portfolio, you look at their, their whole picture, and you're saying, not going to happen. So here you are being the bearer of bad news. You know you can get, let's say, you know you can go out and get 4% in the market, but in order for them to meet their retirement target, they need 8 Okay, if I'm going to go get 8% in the market, I have to take substantially more risk than going in to get four, which puts me at risk for substantially greater losses. So we have to look at that balancing act. And when I look at that, people are just saying, focus, I need to have all this out of my investment portfolio. But what if we take a look at, and we talked about this on the show a lot, maximizing the income benefit from Social Security. 
If I can grow that number, that reduces the stress on your investment portfolio and the income we need to take out of it. So let's go look at everything. And that's something that somebody who does tr uh, traditionally just investment management, they don't look at that. They don't look at the whole picture. They just look at their one little silo. And so that's part of the thinking that we try to adjust with clients is we have multiple streams of income. Let's go look at all of them. And how do we put those all together to give you the income you want in retirement? That's where being a true financial advisor really uh, shows it's, it's real usefulness to our clients. And you really need somebody on your financial team looking over everything, being the quarterback of the whole process. Well, and that, that makes sense. Now, our time is just about up for this portion of the show. We have to take a quick break before we go on. Uh, before we take that break, though, is there anything you want to add, Rob? Absolutely. I don't want people to feel overwhelmed and uh, with this whole process of getting ready for retirement because it can be nerve-wracking at times. Mm -hmm. So I would invite people to visit our website at our Outlook Financial Center website at outlookfc. That's Outlook, F is on financial, C is in center, dot com. We have tremendous amount of resources there or give us a call at our office at 937-552-9990. What we want to offer our radio listeners today is a complimentary rule of 100 report. We'll show them a sample, how one's put together. And then if they uh, are really interested in that, then we'd ask them to come in. We'll do a one hour, uh, no cost, no obligation consultation. We'll take the next step with them and do what we call the color of money risk analysis to really take that rule of 100 and then start putting the human factor to it to get a full picture of what your risk tolerance is so you can go out and invest with confidence. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rob. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue our discussion with Rob Burnett of Outlook Financial Center right after this. Are you having trouble understanding social security planning? When does it make the most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What strategies can you use to fill the income gap between what you receive from Social Security and the desired amount of income you'd like to receive in your retirement years? Let Outlook Financial Center provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary Guide to Social Security. Give our office a call at 937-552-9990 or visit us online at outlookfinancialcenter.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm Rob Burnett with the Outlook Financial Center and as always, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Welcome back, Tony. Great to be here, Rob. Great show so far. You've just been throwing out a lot of great information today and I hope our listeners out there are paying attention, taking some notes because this is, this is good stuff. We all need to know how to figure out when we're going to retire and how we're going to do it, uh, because that can be a scary time. All of a sudden, your working uh, years cease, and you, you no longer get that paycheck, and the next day, you got to have things figured out, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we have been throwing a lot of stuff at our, our radio listeners today, and I'll just I'll take a pause, do another shameless plug for the website at outlookfc.com. You can click on the radio tab, and we have the last four or five shows there uh, saved. You can stream them live. You can subscribe to the podcast. So if you're hearing this today and you want to go back and hear it again and re-listen, take some notes, get some more, uh, uh, just digest a little better, that resource mm -hmm. is available. So I want to make sure our radio listeners knew that, Tony. Well, I think that's great. And really quick then, before we jump back into our topic, what's the phone number our listeners can call? Phone number is area code 937 552 
9990. All right. Well, thanks, Rob. And I know people accept risks and challenges in our day-to-day lives. We all do. I mean, every time we get behind the wheel of a car or get in a car or anything like that. But a lot of us are wary to accept any risk when it comes to our portfolios, when it comes to our investments and assets. Uh, but yet I know, Rob, that in the financial world, I it's always encouraged that people should accept some risk. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? You know what, Tony? Nobody likes to lose anything they've worked hard for. Right. And that's really where that, that hesitancy to for financial risk comes from. But really what we think about it is why, why folks like me say you need to accept some risk is sort of going through the same thing we talked about in the last segment is, well, what's your tolerance for risk? A lot of people who want to avoid it have been burned in the past because they did something they were uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. And it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, I shouldn't have yeah. done that. It was too much risk. I did it. I got burned. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> and it's, and so, but that's just our human nature kicking in. We, and we mm-hmm. have to understand that. So if we look at, you know, retirees or future retirees, they're going to report, uh, approach risk in the financial markets different than their approach to life because risk is feared and avoided. Just think about it. Risk is fear and avoided. Mm. So, and so you end up with some portfolios that are so conservatively constructed that you really can't provide the long-term growth you need to outpace in, inflation and actually build some wealth. Mm. And, you know, as we like, people just get afraid, well, that's just too risky. Well, risky compared to what? And so a lot of folks will go the uh, absolute uh, safety by depositing your money in bank accounts, CDs, and other financial products that are considered to be quote-unquote safe. But if you do that, you're actually incurring a different set of risk. You're avoiding one set of risk and you need to go face another. And so basically the two I think you're going to face in that scenario are what we call investment opportunity loss. Mm-hmm. and the destruction of purchasing power resulting from inflation. Well, yeah, and that makes sense. I guess even even so-called safe assets are at risk. What is investment opportunity loss and inflation? Explain both of those concepts to us. Sure. Well, investment opportunity loss occurs when you don't take advantage of the returns that the market can uh, give to you if you're willing to take some risk over the market. So in other words, instead of embracing the risk as an opportunity to improve uh, your portfolios, people prefer just to sit on the sidelines and play it safe. So you think about it, safe money investors are probably not going to lose their principal in in treasury bills, bank accounts, uh, certificates of deposit. I've also heard them called certificates of depression because their rates are so low on them right now. Uh, Some single premium immediate annuities but your nest egg just isn't going to grow many times isn't going to grow enough even to outpace inflation uh, if you take a look at what the other options are so let's go back and look at the last three years and i got some numbers here for you if you look at the cd and money market rates they were routinely less than two percent often less than one you go down to your bank to the money market checking account what's it paying half a point yeah a point maybe yeah barely point one it's not paying much right yeah. Now, you go look over the last three years, Social Security benefits are eligible for you know upgrade each year. Now, if you look at the last three years, what were the increases in the Social Security benefit the last three years? The answer is zero, zero, and 0.3%. So Social Security recipients are really seeing a whole lot of uh, extra money over the last three years. But if I go look at the combined average growth rate of the S&P 500 over the last three years, it's about 8.8%. 8. 
So that's what we're talking about is the market gave you some opportunity. You needed to be willing to take some risks so you could get some of that return versus just putting all your money effectively under the mattress. And I, I believe there's a place for all of those strategies, the safe strategies, the uh, market strategies, but we got to put them in proper balance based on your risk tolerance, your time in life, your proximity to retirement, all those things that a true financial advisor who's looking at the whole picture is going to be able to help you with. Well, yeah, and I, I think that's an important uh, distinction there and to understand uh, how these things affect us. So to summarize, basically, a lost opportunity to increase wealth is just that, a lost opportunity. So uh, that makes sense. Now, how can you uh, explain to us, maybe you could explain uh, how inflation uh, is another risk that we face. When I look at inflation relative what I, to what I would call a safe investment, the safe investment will tout as part of its strength is you're not going to lose your principal. But what inflation does, inflation erodes the buying and purchasing capacity of that principal. So that's really, so you're, you're losing without putting it into the market because inflation, everything costs more. A gallon of milk costs more today than it did 10 years ago, right? Makes perfect right. sense. Okay. So if you, if you look at that, you're losing purchasing power every day to inflation if you can't at least keep up with inflation. So right now, if we look at the Federal Reserve, they're trying to use monetary policy to manage and get to an inflation rate of 2%. Well, if your CD is paying less than one and your money market's paying less than one, you're not keeping up with inflation. So those dollars that you're protecting aren't now buying less goods and services in the economy. So that's actually where that loss has come from. So if I look at if inflation averages two and a half percent, that is actually the long-term average, it's about 2.4 to 2.5%. Then over a 10 year period, it's going to erode your purchasing power by 22%. That's the real issue with the safe money investing. And if you're living on a fixed income, this is a big deal as a retiree. But people rarely talk about it. If they do talk about it, they talk in broad brushes, scare you about it, but they don't tell you how to do how to go fix it. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's really important to understand how inflation can affect the, you know, even our safe money assets are at risk, which is uh, not a great thing. Uh, but there are balances and strategies that you have to help people with this. So uh, in addition to having our portfolio have the right amount of risk for our specific situations, what else do we need to plan for when it comes to creating a successful portfolio then? Well, you need to plan for the fact that you are in fact a human being. Human beings make decisions based on emotions and then use facts, numbers, and figures to justify their emotional decision. If people sit down and be honest with themselves, they'll know what I just said is very true. They'll try to deny it. Well, I've got all the numbers and the spreadsheets behind it. Yeah, but that's all to justify the emotional decision you want to make because that's how we are when it's our money and our stuff involved. That's just normal. And what is really concerning is the most powerful emotions that enter into the investment world are fear and greed. And so many individual investors, that's really the, uh, uh, their major downfall when they're trying to do this on your own. Remember we used the concept, Tony, a previous broadcast, the yo-yo, you're on your own. Yep. Yeah. You're and, on your own. Yo-yo. And if you're, and if like you're on your, one. yeah. And if you're on your own, you're not going to have that swan experience. Sleep well That's at right. night, right? That's there you right. go. You don't so, want the yo-yo experience. 
Right. So here, so we talked about this before, but I just want to drive this point home again, because I think it's a really important point. It's that emotional investing can cause very poor market timing decisions. Because if you're, if you're investing with emotions, you're trying to time the market. I can't do it. Warren Buffett can't do it. Why do you think you can? As the stock prices move dramatically in either, either directions, people are going to get even more freaked out. And typically what they do then when the markets are down, People say, that's it. I can't handle this anymore. They sell their positions and they took now to have taken a paper loss into a real money loss. They've actually lost financial value at that point. And now that dilemma is, well, when do I buy back in? Uh, I've got some folks that got out in uh, at the end of 2008. So they took the full brunt of the loss and they're not back in yet. Look at what the run up they've missed. They've missed a run up on the Dow Jones of about 6,600 over 20,000 and they're afraid the market's going to crash again. Isn't that an amazing way to look at it? If you try <laughs> to time the market, what's your re-entry strategy? And so part of the, the strategies that we use That's here crazy. at Outlook Financial Center is let's create a strategy that's going to be durable over market cycles. We're not going to precisely time the market because nobody can do that. But we can certainly take strategies that when the market is down, we're going to mitigate those downside risks. We have ways to do that. We can't eliminate all the losses. But if, you're, if your strategy goes down 15% and the market goes down 40, yeah, you're going to be you know, licking your wounds, but you're not going to be hospitalized in emergency care and ICU for several weeks. And that's really what we try to avoid with that. So if you're going to try to time the market, you, that requires multiple decisions to be made correctly, and that's no small task. And once again, I can't do it reliably and consistently. Warren Buffett says publicly he can't. I don't see how the average individual investor can. And, but this is the classic tug of war that investors often face between fear and greed. Sure. And uh, that, is a, that is a big tug of war. Um, <laughs> and y- you want to avoid both of those and, and try to keep emotions out of it. But uh, I think we're all guilty. Easier said than done. Now, we're out of time for today's show, Rob. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Absolutely. Uh, for our radio listeners, we do want to offer the, the free, no-obligation consultation to come in and see us. And just for listening to the radio show today, uh, go to our website, Outlook FC. That's at Outlook F, as in financial, C as in center, dot com. Or give us a call at area code 937 552 9990. We'd like to give you a complimentary rule of 100 report, which is the first step in evaluating risk on your retirement portfolio, just to give you some concepts behind how that works. And then we'd ask you to come in for that uh, no obligation and one hour consultation. We'll take that the next step and we'll do a color of money risk analysis to add the human component to that to give you a full feel for the kind of risk you want to take in your retirement nest egg. Well, I think that sounds great and a great offer. What's that phone number again? Phone number is area code 937-552-9990. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rob. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfinancialcenter.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.